where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the first Barbary War of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the Erie Gage War of this podcast. And I'm Kevin, your also host, the Battle of Kuala Batu of this podcast. Which which uh, battle is that, Kevin? Uh, it was part of the first Sumatran expedition. What did uh, we ever have against Sumatra? Well, they had a lot of pepper, and we oh. wanted it. Pepper was the oil of the 1700s. Now that's where sumos come from, right? Uh, yes, Sumatra? sumo wrestlers are from the ba- of, from the island of Sumotra, Sum- Sumatra. There are a lot of uh, tattier and piercings parlors down on the south side, so I know all about those eerie gauges. Tattier, tattiers. Yeah, that's that's a uh, that's got, what a tattooist got. Uh, one of them tats, one of them tattiers that all the kids are getting <laughs> when they go over to the Orient. And they buy their rugs. The other day I saw a guy wearing a carabiner through his ear as a as an that eerie is, gauge. That's disgusting. It was it was pretty incredible. Do you think he was gonna go climbing with it? I I hope so. Do you I think hope he, it was Do you think he climbing. just came from a ropes course? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hey, what did Tyler the, the best question what did Tyler do you think he sterilized it before he put it in his ear? Yes, definitely. Kevin, I do mean, you remember what Tyler called carabiners two episodes ago? Oh, no, lobster, lobster claws. Lobster claws. Lobster a legitimate claws. kind of carabiner. I, I don't think so. <laughs> they definitely are. When I um, search lobster claws, I just get legitimate lobster claws. Now, Kevin, that's why you're not shaving, right? It's, it's in observance of the Barbary Wars? Uh, yes, because um, they... <laughs> They've demanded too much, and it's finally, you know what, all barbers should be free. And yeah, That's when they went onto the ships, and they, they dumped the cargo of um, shaving cream and razors into the ocean. Yes. Along, along um, with a whole bunch of just, like, hair clippings to, and then, to mask and then, and then they invaded Poland. <laughs> and that was, the, that was it. Uh, as you've probably gathered by our... American War insightful discussion. Uh, we're now a history podcast. Also, this is our Fourth of July episode. Welcome. And really, we're a podcast that argues versus and would you rather questions submitted by you, the listener. And we hash them out here on the show. And this week, we're addressing some of your most patriotic questions. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Murph Murphy, who wants to know, which is better, John Adams' nomination for the American bird, the bald eagle, Thomas Jefferson's turkey, or Benjamin Franklin's peacock? Go. Now, it, it is it is good to note and to mention that all three of these were kept respectively by each person as a pet. So um, that's very true, and they would battle Jeff- them. Jefferson, like, <laughs> like Pokemon, they were, you know, there was a Professor Oak, and he was like, "Well, you can have a bald eagle, you can have a turkey, you can have a peacock." And you know, uh, bald eagles are uh, strong against turkeys because they can outflank them, but are are weak against the flattery of the peacock. Right. Um, it's a rock. Pa- it's a rock paper scissors variant. Yeah. Um, 
Well, plus for peacocks. I would like to note. I'd like to note that uh, at least one of these uh, is wrong. Uh, Benjamin Franklin supported the turkey. I don't think. Wait, was it? I've never heard of Jefferson, who was the peacock. No, yeah. What did you say? Jefferson was an eagle. Who was John Adams? I don't know. I've never heard of a peacock being suggested as the national bird. Primarily because you cannot find peacocks on the continent of North America. So yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, I guess you can. I thought they weren't native to here, though. Flannery O'Connor had a bunch of those. Yeah, I guess you're right. But regardless, I don't know if they had them in colonial America. I don't, well, I don't think a peacock was ever part of the national bird discussion. Hold on. We're going to look this up, dang it. <laughs> I guess it's just one of history's little mysteries. All right. Ben Franklin was all about the turkey. We all knew that. Uh, the peacock is the national bird of India. Oh, it was the Indians who proposed it. Now well, makes that was perfect the most sense. racist thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were here on their, their trade channels. Uh, let's see. I'm still looking about this peacock business. I don't think it ever was. Well... Uh, no, it was NBC that originally proposed it, <laughs> that we change our national bird to the peacock, just for, you know, um, brand recognition. The, uh, the, the national bird of Antigua and Barbuda is called the Magnificent Frigate Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wiki answers. Is the peacock the national bird of the United States? Answer, No. <laughs> Was that wait? Was that the top voted answer by by users? Uh, right, here we go. Wiki answers. What did John Adams want the national bird to be? John Adams' choice was a bald eagle. It was a battle between himself, Thomas Jefferson, and Ben Franklin. Jefferson wanted the dove. Franklin the turkey. Okay, so that's what it is. Oh, okay. okay so it's a dove. All right. Not, so we're gonna <laughs> with with uh, with all so respect to Larry O'Connor <laughs> and to uh, the Indians. We're going to go ahead and argue the dove instead. Um, personally, I like how it makes my skin feel. Uh, just, you know, it moisturizes, but not turkey, too much. Turkey, you mean, right? <laughs> yeah, Eating turkey I, makes your skin feel delicious. Well, per- I actually just, you know, you got to save those drippings, and then you funnel them all into your custom shower head, and you just kind of kind of rinse off with that. Is that right? <laughs> You know, we um, usually consider Ben Franklin to be a pretty intelligent person, but okay. uh, apparently during Frankly. this vote, uh, he ranted and raved over the notion of a, quote, a cowardly bird, unquote, such as the bald eagle. Uh, what is what cowardly point, about a bald eagle? At what point is a bald eagle a cowardly bird? Oh, Because well, well, it flies so high and nothing can get at it. There's the turkey. He's down there in the mud. He's he's getting things done. And that's why, all right, plus turkey. That turkey's not flying away from any problems. He's getting yeah, he down is. there. He's adjusting interest rates. He's telling people, you know what, America's going to come they back. They can fly like six inches off the ground. That they can, can totally fly up into trees. Well, that can hardly be construed no. as flight. Like, by no, that, that standard, oh, cats can fly. I no, they don't. What do you think they do? Like climb up trees? Like uh, they don't go in trees. Tyler. They definitely go in trees. No, I am coming from a family of turkey eaters. With yeah, a brother I eat who hunts too. and kills them. 
Have you ever had a drumstick, though, Flintstone style? Because I have. And it's pretty delicious. They, Which is they an advantage. Climb, Tyler, they climb shrubs and small trees. They do not fly to them. Well, I'm having a hard time imagining that, Kevin. Um, but Advantage Turkey is pretty delicious. Um, so that is a plus. Uh, but I do see where Ben Franklin was coming from. Every once in a while, you'll see one of those uh, bald eagles wearing a, a, a feather toupee. And that's just, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of cowardly. That isn't. Although that is also a, a great symbol of America's tendency to just cover things up. Don't worry uh, about it. <laughs> it, yeah, it we'll, we'll take care of it. Don't worry. Advantage Turkey. Uh, you get yourself a distiller. Uh, you distill that that turkey down. You got wild turkey whiskey. It's not made that's from real how it turkey. Works. <laughs> that's I was just for, about. Dude, it's it's on the bottle. There's a turkey there. What, what um, is it made out of, if not turkey? Have I been misled? Does that does that mean that Tangeray is made from tango then? Because they have all these goobers on the front tangoing. Has anyone eaten a dove? Do we know anything about the taste of dove? It was a very peaceful experience. I've had dove chocolate. When you peel apart a dove's carcass, is there a little bit of inspirational wisdom inside? Yeah, it says, why did you do this? This was really gross. This is Don't an do ab- this again. You have committed an abomination. <laughs> oh, shoot. Hold up, though. Doves don't have any gallbladders. Oh, well, that rules you out, Kevin. How are you going to get that yellow bile out there? Oh. You know what? And America is all about balancing out humors. That's true. That's why we, we have, have produce so many comedians. That's we why have we have the best balance. stand-up comedians on Earth. Um, I don't know. Dove is a little peaceful for the U.S., don't you think? It's like always carrying over olive branches and telling well, Noah that it's a good time to, 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 like, open doors and stuff. But that's the thing. Okay, it looks real peaceful and white, like it's about to surrender, but then it pulls out an AK-47, and uh-oh, it's the most dangerous bird on the market, like America. You didn't that's think, true. oh... You didn't think that Pearl Harbor was where we kept all of our our fighting power, was it? No, it's in the hearts of every American. You can't stop us. Eagles are are getting to be extinct, which doesn't doesn't really bode well with the U.S. Because I mean, if they're real fighters and they just Wait, you know that's not true at all. Their their conservation status is least concern. No, well, all eagles are doing well, <laughs> so that's nothing like us. So... <laughs> <laughs> um turkeys uh, are so dumb though like they just go on instinct and they're yeah, kind of fat and perfect <clears throat> doves That's like us doves are in the same family as pigeons so i can't imagine they're much smarter mm, that's true but they are pretty america's pretty um here's a problem with the bald eagle though the american eagle if you will um that clothing brand just ruined it. Ruined the whole dang thing. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. With their, they're not as bad as Hollister, but they've still got their and outrageous fragrances and their loud rock music. Neither of those are as bad as Abercrombie. <laughs> that's true. What bird What bird does Abercrombie espouse? 
I don't know. Um, we'll just all agree that nobody wants that one. It's the Abercrombie Fitch. No, Finch. 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 The, yeah, the, the Abercrombie and Finch. Um, okay, Abra- so nobody wants the Finch. Can, can we talk about... Can we sidebar and just mention a breadcrumb and fish? <laughs> I hate Christian right. t-shirts. Those are the worst. Uh, wait, what is the one? Um, one Up Forever? Hirsch... Her- her shaves. He sh- he saves. He saves. He, oh yeah. yeah. For Hershey and Jesus for Reese's. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We need to take a vote on this. Uh, Jordan, what are you going with? Um, come back to me, Kevin. You know what? I'm going with the turkey because um, they're kind of wrinkly, and I think America is all about respecting our elders. And so I think the turkey is perfect for that. Just got that big old goiter. Says, Grandma, Grandpa, thank you for your contribution. Because pretty much the best years of America are behind us. Uh, we, we, really hit, we really hit some stride with uh, the 50s, with all those poodle skirts. But uh, we really, we got to get something back here. Um, I am going to go ahead and go with the dove. Because, you know, we're all just so uptight, you know, and confrontational here in the U.S. We need to learn a little thing about peace offerings. And, you know, also turkeys and bald eagles are both kind of terrifying in their own special way. And a dove really isn't that intimidating. So let's just kind of go with that for a while and, I don't know, take a Swiss approach. Jordan? Uh, I'm also going to go with Dove, based on the fact that uh, Doves are in the uh, family uh, Columbidae, and uh, Columbia is another name for America, so that makes sense. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wait, what, what, what's another name for Columbia, then, the country? Well, America, the continent, is also known as Columbia. Because Columbus discovered it, not Amerigo Vespucci. That's my favorite kind of soup. Um, But thank you so much for your question, Murph. Vespucci. Even if we did uh, twist it around a bit. And next time you have to choose a a bird to represent our country. Say Say you are a founding father of some small island out there just go ahead and pick that dove you know what and next time research your question better yeah come on man yeah we're relying on you to feed us reliable information so that we don't have to do any work we had to spend like two and a half minutes looking at things on the internet (laughs) to suss that out so thank you so much our next question comes to us from thad morris and soon to be kirby morris who have the small matter of getting hitched this 4th of July weekend, so they're asking a combo wedding and 4th of July-themed question. Would you rather marry Uncle Sam or Captain America? Go. And by the way, way to steal America's thunder with your yeah, really vows does. of eternal love. And you even, can't give America just this one weekend. And even if you're having it on, say, the 5th, that's, that's my birthday. I really... I really wish you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't have pulled that rug out from under me, but I guess, you know, your eternal happiness is more important than me getting more gifts. So, thanks. Did you forget 
America's Christmas. All right. Uh, so marrying Captain America or marrying Uncle Sam? Well, Ca- Uncle Sam is always going to be like wanting you to do things. <laughs> I want you to take out the garbage. I want you to like clean up this mess. I want you to, you know, to to like get me dry cleaning. It's it's going to be a one way street. Yeah, like, but on the flip, you're going to give and give and give, and he's just going to keep on taking. On the flip, he's going to be great at pointing things out. That's true. No matter where you go, his finger points. You know what, though? It is going to be so easy to buy clothes for him as gifts. Because it's like, oh, okay. He's going to love these American flag pants. Uh, He's also going to love this American flag top hat. And doggone it, I bet he's going to love this American flag jacket. Yeah, and they're all going to be like deeply discounted as long as you don't buy them during (laughs) the month of June or the early part of July. Like, as soon as you get past that, then, you know, patriotism is just so blasé. Oh, man. Is he going to like these American flag yoga pants? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. Um, advantage Captain America. He has a shield. Um, to shield his emotions from you so he's not going to be vulnerable with you? That's a minus. Oh, yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> um, what, is, what is his superpower? Other he, than just he took having super a shield. Being American. He took super no. serum. He's... He's got super strength and, like, regular superhero stuff. No, but you know what? All of that is not... The super serum is a metaphor for being from America. Sorry, naturalized aliens, but every American is capable of this. You just have to believe it. Um, Is is he going to develop roid rage, though? Like, is super serum just like what they called it back in the 20s or whenever he became a hero? Well, he took it in the proper doses. If you take it in the wrong dose, your uh, your your skin kind of falls off, and your your skull turns all red, and you're an evil Nazi. And oh oh yeah, my! Oh my! The ED. <laughs> so that's that's the moral of the uh, Captain America saga: take just the right amount of steroids, <laughs> <laughs> kids. Don't take so much that people start to become suspicious. Of your appearance, just ease your way into just it. Just a pinch. Well, if if Captain America: The First Avenger taught us anything, it's that when you fall in love with Captain America, you're having a grand old time fighting the Nazis in World War II. Um, but he's gonna he's gonna you know tragically disappear after punching out the Red Skull in an airplane, and uh, it's <laughs> oh, gonna go yeah. down over the North Arctic, and you're gonna be left all alone. And yeah, and he freezes, and then you know, then he wakes up sixty years later, and supposedly the actress who played uh, what's her name in the first movie, she's gonna come back in old people makeup, and they're gonna have a a weird touching scene. Hot December May romance scene. December May touching. Um, he also spent some he spent some time as one of the uh, cavemen in the Geico commercials, though, right? Like they they cut him out of the ice and he kind of just had a had a beard and was like, well, you know, I need to get back on my feet. Or was he one of those guys who like had a penny in the bank and came back and was like, I'm rich because of interest. Pop 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 penny in the bank. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, um, no, what he did during that time, um, among other things, he changed his superpowers so that he was fire type and then uh, joined the Fantastic Four 
Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He also uh, dated Ramona Flowers, uh, but that, that fell apart. And I don't know Things what fall apart. The center cannot hold. Um, <laughs> Team dis- uh, can't you or whatever? Disadvantage uh, Captain America. He is the captain of the Avengers, right? Isn't he? Except so he's going to be. Are you saying because he's going to be working all the time? Uh, yeah, he's the leader. In the, the leader of the Avengers changes on a frequent basis. Like, leader of the pack. It depends. <laughs> it depends on first which Marvel universe you're looking at. Like for instance, in the movie universe, it's pretty safe to say that the leader is Iron Man. So that's true. Ooh, um, but. Minus Captain America, he's got a sidekick. Oh, Named yeah. Bucky. So he's going to be... Oh, Little Billy. Yeah, I, Bucky. Uh, oh, I'm going out for drinks with Bucky. We're then, going out for a beer. And it's like, oh, well, no, hold on, hold on, we got a sitter for the kids and we were going to go to the opera, you insensitive jerk. The uh, the movie Bucky was pretty badass. Or is it a movie based on, based on Bucky? No, Bucky was in Bucky Captain Balls? America. Did you guys not watch the movie? Am I the only one who's nope. seen it? I haven't seen nope. the movie. Yeah, seen <laughs> okay, it. great. On. That's great. <laughs> Look, it was Captain America. Did anybody see it? Yeah. Um, a lot of people saw it. I don't know. I... Who, who else do you think is in Uncle Sam's family? Because he's an uncle. Aunt Jemima. Uncle Tom. Yeah. Uncle Tom. Aunt Aunt Jemima. Um, Lady Liberty. Um, ooh, ooh, fine and foxy Lady Liberty. Her name is actually Jonah. Columbia. Uh, Old King Cole. She she stands for the entire continent. Um, um, oh well, Paul Bunyan. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a rockin' family reunion. Come on, Wait, why you're is, gonna cut that. How do you know Paul first? Bunyan is related? Uh, because he's American. <laughs> yeah, everyone in America is related. Yeah, that's a gonna be inbreeding. a kicking family reunion. <laughs> um, well. Minus for Uncle Sam, though, he's always going to be like holding stuff that that has like double entendres and different meanings, like from all the political cartoons. He's in. you know he's like holding a fork, and it's like, oh, this stands for tariffs. It's like, can't we just have a quiet dinner where you don't insinuate that you know we're sending all of our jobs to to the po- Poconos? I think the most obvious advantage of captain america over uncle sam though is that captain america is a svelte young lad whereas uncle sam is this like really angular weird dude he looks like jim carrey as uh, ebenezer scrooge yeah but uncle sam at least has crippling amounts of debt that you're going to be marrying into <laughs> that's true everyone loves that yeah uh, least, to the tune of like five trillion or whatever. George at Hampy least, of GeorgeHampy.com fame was in a uh, college humor sketch about uh, incurring debt from your significant other. That's right. Yeah. At least Uncle Sam though wants us. Like, do we have mm. evidence that Captain America is even interested in us? Like, what if this is an arranged marriage? And he's oh, like, yeah. Well, because <laughs> those happen so much. No, that's the only way that superheroes can get married, because otherwise they feel guilty about it. That's the whole power responsibility thing. So who arranges them? Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, yes. Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, all right. You're gonna marry this girl! <laughs> Nick Fury, matchmaker of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's a Marvel comic in the making. 
<laughs> All right, we need to take a vote on this. Uh, I am going to go ahead and go with Captain America. He's he's buff and he's dreamy and he's the leader and he doesn't have like hooks for hands. Jordan. Uh, hmm. If if I marry if I marry Uncle Sam, can I get a little can I get a little piece of his of of his uh, beard his his daughter I, maybe I don't know niece on the side can I get a little Columbia on the side? So you're saying can you be unfaithful to your spouse? Uh, no, yeah, this that's no. no that's your prerogative, Jordan. I'm just saying it. Do you guys see Columbia though? She's a she's a fine looking woman. Give you a little, give you a little pick there in the chat. Oh my gosh! I, I, I've read the. Well, Wikipedia. she looks right, like I've she looks it. like an El Fudge like elf. Uh, that is a Liberty on. cap, a Phrygian oh, cap a... that has thousands of years of uh, freedom built into it. So, oh, that's why Link wears one. Okay, um, Kevin. Um, you know what? I was gonna say Captain America because he is apparently the son of poor Irish immigrants, so I can relate. Um, but Uncle Sam was based on Samuel Wilson, a meat packer from Troy, New York, and he supplied rations for soldiers. So that's pretty patriotic. He's helping the boys out. Plus, anytime we got into a scrape, he could always just ask people for war bonds, and then we'd be fine. That's true. I don't think Steve Rogers is Irish. Rogers isn't an Irish surname. Hey, I read the Wikipedia article, all right? All right. <laughs> so thank Fic- you so fictional much. Fictional character biography. Steve Rogers was born in the Lower East Side of Manhattan to poor Irish immigrants Sarah and Joseph Rogers. He's also related to Mr. Rogers. That's right. Uh, so thank you so much for your question, Thad and Kirby. I hope you have a wonderful wedding this weekend. And if things don't work out, uh, you can just, you know, go ahead and find some Captain America cosplayers somewhere. I mean, there are enough of them that you can both have one. So thank you again. Our next question comes to us from CJ Zimmerman and also G-Unit Lawton. Popular question that I'm surprised we didn't do last season. Season? Do we go in seasons? Yeah, Year? sure. Yeah, uh, back in well, season one we, of Ninjas vs. We podcast. didn't do it last season. That is spring. Because it wouldn't have been true. timely. I'm surprised we didn't do it last season. Um, usually we're so ahead with these things. Um, he wants to know, stars versus stripes. Which is better? Go. Well, stars are pointy. That's a very good point. And if I learned anything, <laughs> good point. If I learned anything from the Sneetches, uh, it's better to be a star-bellied Sneetch than a non-star-bellied Sneetch. I thought we learned that it was better to be a non-star-bellied Sneetch. I don't know what you read, um, but I definitely thought it was better to have stars on your belly. I mean, why else? Why else would the machine be there in the first place? Uh, star. Um, if you're an agent of Star, you're you're keeping us safe from the zombies. So that's an advantage of Stars. Uh, they're they're fighting against the Resident Evil outbreaks, and you know, like there's so many zombies in the the mass media nowadays. We need someone to be ever vigilant. Uh, stripes. We've got we've got racing stripes. Those look cool on everything. 
You got including bike helmets. You got prison stripes. Those look cool on everything too. I mean, like how else are people gonna know that you're you're a bad dude with a tood? You gotta have those those little those uh prison stripes and that little pillbox hat and it's it's wonderful. Well, look at look at what they symbolize. The stars represent the fifty states. You know, we're very forward looking. We're in the now. We got Hawaii on there. We got Alaska. Hawaii. Um, Hawaii. Um, and Hawaii and the Alaska. stripes. The stripes represent America's thirteen original colonies. And I don't know about you, but I don't really care about Delaware or yeah, Rhode I don't, Island. I don't want to live in the past. Yeah. I don't. I don't want the mystery of Roanoke constantly brought up. I mean, they disappeared. Okay. Well, those aliens, yeah. let's all just agree. Yeah, they probably went to the moon. Buzz Aldrin uh, saw them and they swore him to secrecy. But guys, guys, where did the founding fathers come from? The stars. Hold up, though. The Hold stars. Up. They descended no. here from Jupiter. It was an inside job because kerosene doesn't melt the founding fathers. Oh, that's Jet so fuel true. can't melt the founding fathers. <laughs> no, that just means they're the heirs to the Targaryen throne. Yeah. Wait, from Emperor Xenu? Yeah, uh, Xenu cast Danny Targaryen into the flames, and she emerged with she three cast, fully cast formed dragons. She cast it into dragons. the fire. <laughs> into the fire and into, into the she cast Xenu cast Danny Targaryen into the fires of Mount Doom, <laughs> and then her powers of a, as a Jedi were awakened. Right. Um, with with her powers combined. So she Quick. she then hooked up with Captain Kirk, as one is apt to do. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> um, I know Spock did. Uh, so, quick aside, um, if you like history podcasts, go listen to Dan Carlin's uh, Hardcore History. I love it. I listened to a six-parter on the Mongol hordes. And if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, pretty much every aspect... <laughs> Of the uh, Kalasar and the Dothraki is lifted directly from Mongol history. It's pretty awesome. Um. Oh. Okay. Look, this is easy. Are owing to our name. Um. There are ninja stars. There are not ninja stripes. Although, mm. if there were, they would. It would be black on black. So it would. You know, you wouldn't even know it was stripes. It oh yeah. Well, how about this, Kevin? Black. Uh. I don't believe by Jesus' stars we all were healed. <laughs> That's very true. Um, also, I, there are stripes for ninjas. I mean, it's when you achieve a, a ninja feat, when you complete a, uh, an A-rank mission, uh-huh. they give you one little whisker stripe until you get all six, a la Naruto. Whose strike? Whose stripes also make us whole? So, <laughs> I think there's definitely a precedent for them. Naruto. Um, stripes uh make you what? Horizontal make you look fat. Uh, vertical, vertical make, make you, look you look fat. Fat. We- stripes in general make you look fat. Do stars have any kind of? Uh, <laughs> well, when, when do you see stars on a shirt? That's not, like, from National Geographic. I don't know. Maybe, like, some, like, mesh wear. Tyler, were you that kid? Right over the... 
Not Were you that kid at school that wore like the the like zoo shirt from the zoo that had like a Bengal tiger on it, like with an American flag behind it? I uh, did have a shirt with a tiger on it, and I do love the Bengals. I might have so found I both of these things. I might have found our uh, picture for the episode, Tyler, because you know who does have a shirt with stars on it? Justin Bieber. Oh my gosh, I I can hardly believe it. Uh, oh wow, it that is like, wonderful. It looks like he's doing Tai Chi in this picture. I know. It looks or, like he's about to like duel with Morpheus. Or he's like leaning down to Jasmine, asking if she she trusts him. Um, Do you trust me? I'm 12 years old. <laughs> I know who else has a star on their shirt. Uh, shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their shirt. Home star runner. Uh, famous for having that red shirt with a white star on it. Uh, I don't you know what else is? Anybody has a star in their shirt. You know what else is the creepiest picture I've ever seen? It's hmm. uh, this one that I just posted in the chat. Um, oh, good, because this is such a visual podcast. We can post it later. It is the pal- oh, God. it is the palest human I have ever seen in my entire life. Is, and that, he's... is that Jasper from from Twilight? I don't. Oh wow! Oh wow! That's. That's like the buttony part of the shirt. I thought that was a really thin tie with a tongue. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's terrifying. It's got to be Jasper. Tyler would you would buy that shirt though if you saw it in a Salvation Army. You would buy that shirt. It's, it, I one hundred percent would, and it's from a website called Night Vision Online. <laughs> I I you could there's even in the darkest of nights, <laughs> you'll be able to see that. Oh my gosh! That, oh that shoot, is guys. Here we go. Um, big, yeah. big, big, big minus for stripes. Uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Wait, you don't like Bill Murray? That's a big plus for me. What? the In the movie Stripes? No. Hey, Stripes is stripes. not a bad movie. <laughs> that's But that's saying that it is also not a good movie. Um, Tangential, but how do you guys feel about stars in Stripes? Um, a la Justin Bieber. Uh, say he he wears some stripes. Like, how do you how do you feel about that? Would you say that um, celebrities who get sent to prison are stars in stripes? <laughs> Nick Nolte, star in stripes. Um. Oh yeah, no, I'm a huge fan of uh, the indie band stars. That doesn't mean a lot. Mm, to, that's true. To many people, but if you listen to Brian I th- I do scene, like stars. I do you? like stars. Yeah. I was legitimately excited when you posted that link. Oh shoot! Um, you know who else, or you know what else the the white stripes on the flags represent? Oh Jack yeah, white. that's true, and everybody loves him. That hardest yeah. button to button, especially I think that's what it's at the top of that shirt. Oh yeah, that's Meg the, White. Uh, no, they're on good terms. They're not married anymore. They threw a divorce party. They were. Um, they were. They weren't married from the beginning. Oh really? Yeah. They're living in sin? Well, no. They were married. They broke up, and then their band got popular. Oh, so they had to bring themselves back together. Well, yeah, they did. Then it. I think they, they divorced t- again. They did it for the music. <laughs> hey, oh, all right. We need to take a vote on this. Uh, Jordan. Uh, I'm gonna vote for stars because, according to Moby, we are all made of stars. So. <laughs> Kevin, um, 
I'm going to go with Stripes because Stars is annoying because they charge you for movies and stuff. And their, their stupid commercial in the 90s was really annoying. The, the movies, 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 movies. You want to see movies. You want to see stars. Uh, I, also, I they spell that. their name with a Z. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Get that Z out of here. Stars. And I am going to go ahead and go with stripes because otherwise it'd just be anarchy on the roads. Like, I don't I don't want to be worrying about folks, you know, crowding my space. I'm a nervous enough driver as it is. Anyway, thank you so much for your questions, CJ and GL. And next time you have to choose between stars or stripes, go ahead with those stripes gonna be glad you did our next question comes to us from scott rupp thank you scott who wants to know overeating versus over drinking at a fourth of july cookout go which is the lesser of these two evils uh these two all right well the first first thing that comes to mind you're gonna hit this right off the bat over drinking and fireworks is a dangerous combination (laughs) Uh, no, you enjoy them more. Like yeah, <laughs> not if you're the one who's in charge of setting them off. Oh, uh, that's true. You're gonna blow, you're gonna, you're gonna shoot your eye out. Um, although if, if you're wasted, you're gonna be like, whoa, this fire in the sky. Or you might be terrified. Um, it may have the opposite effect. Well, you might, you might, oh. You may think that you're thing, under though. attack. If you're drunk and you're setting off fireworks, you might be compelled to sing that owl city song fireflies that's true it's <laughs> a good thing it's bad anytime news for a drunk person sees fireflies or anything resembling fireflies they're compelled to sing owl city it's true it's a good thing there isn't a third option for this question of smoke so much uh long bottom leaf that uh the fireworks start looking like dragons <laughs> that is how it worked. Um, that that was an interesting. That was that was Gandalf's the magic. There was they weed everywhere in that party. <laughs> if you overeat, though, I think you're not connecting as much to the founding fathers because Sam Adams, brewer, patriot. Mm, that's um, true. You know, whiskey rebellion. People loved, loved whiskey the and they rebelled well. about it. Um, you know, so. Drinking was a proud tradition of the Founding Fathers. Um, eating, not as much, because nobody ate anything back then. That's why everybody was so skinny. Um, and, and now we eat way too much. Fourth of July, if we're having a cookout, though, chances are there's going to be some games. Like, somebody's going to get kickball going, or like a pickup baseball game, or maybe somebody has a slip and slide. Oh, man. If you, if Drunk you eat it- too much, you're just going to get like, real sick and you know or be like oh i'm so lethargic i'm gonna sit here and sweat whereas if you're drunk you're just gonna have the time of your life no incorrect Boy, you're I, gonna have I the time with... you're gonna have the time of your death when somebody brings out jarts and you've had <laughs> one too many uh i want to hang out with overeating tyler just so i can hear him talk in that voice oh i hate whatever it's true i just <laughs> Please pass the butter. <laughs> I have to get somebody to fan me. I have to get someone else to drop grapes in my mouth. It's, uh, it's a Kevin, whole ordeal. Can you do your uh, Maltese Falcon impression? 
um, what's what the name of that guy? I don't even what remember. What the heck? Yeah. What is it? Uh, frick. What is that guy's name? Hold on. Come back to me. All right. Um, disadvantage overeating. Um, chances are, like, there's going to be less food at this cookout than there is alcohol because, oh, like, there's coming. there's plenty of alcohol to be found on every you know inch of the the property during the Fourth of July. Whereas, if you're having a cookout, like, people are bringing specific portion sizes, and you know, you you might be that guy who like finishes off the last of the potato salad. Everyone's like, oh wow, thanks, I'm, you know, glad I got some. That's right. that's embarrassing. Tyler, you were that guy, weren't you? I'm always that guy. <laughs> I'm that guy who's like taking home other people's leftovers. Um, but like you can overeat anytime. You can you can go and like get a bunch of food and make yourself sick, hey, whatever. Tell but, that like, tell how that many... to the starving Africans, Tyler. Oh, sorry. Sorry guys, I forgot you listened to our show. Um <laughs> We have such a strong listener base in third world countries. So. I know. Um, I, frankly, I'm I'm honored, but you know that's just me. Uh, anyway, but like, you've got to take advantage of these holidays when it is like not only acceptable but encouraged for you to get blitzed out of your mind. Because otherwise, like, you're just you just become kind of sad. Like the level of intoxication that you can reach on the Fourth of July. You know, everyone's going to be happy and remember it fondly. Whereas if you reach it at other times, people are going to be like, wow, that was kind of dangerous. You probably have a, a problem. And, you know, you embarrass me in front of my friends. Whereas no one, like, no one gets embarrassed in front of Lady Liberty. My cancer, you are a character yet. There's no telling anything what you'll do or say next, except that it's bound to be something incredibly astonishing. My cancer, you say, Oh, God bless you, Sidney Greenstreet. Oh, Sidney Greenstreet, what a man. In the role of Casper Gutman. Gutman. Uh, I think we know which one he's picking. Oh, my God, sir. Oh, oh, Kevin, we should actually... enjoy eating very much too much. Drinking a fine scotch. We should, we should... We shouldn't make fun of him. He had diabetes. Oh, did he really? Did he? <laughs> he died. In, he died in 1954 of diabetes. Oh, I was going to say, did he appear in commercials where he was sitting on a horse? Nah. Or was that just what's his face, Wolford Brimley? Wolford Brimley. <laughs> All right, guys. What would Will? What would Wolford Brimley do? I, I think probably, he'd eat. probably drink too much because you can't get diabetes from drinking too much, can you? Well, that's it's true. Sweet. You can just go blind. <laughs> well, I don't know if this is moonshine we have to this. Although we well, might. It is I mean, no. If you drink enough alcohol, you will go blind. Really? Um, I mean, yeah. you'll, you'll probably die of alcohol poisoning first, but... But, but yeah, or, or like if you drink rubbing alcohol because you're like, oh, I'm going to drink on the cheap. I'm going to get drunk on the cheap. Up oh, blind. So... Uh, um, so yeah, you can either go blind or get diabetes. Go big or go blind. <laughs> the blind side. That's what the blind side was about, right? He drank so much that he got... And then he became the first blind offensive tackle in football. Uh, Man, he was... Junior in the role was, of a lifetime. He was great at uh, protecting the quarterback, despite his inability to see. Uh, it was like Rudy and... 
Lord of the Rings all rolled into one. <laughs> all right, we need to vote on this. I am going to go ahead and go with Overdrink because, you know, it's just going to add to the fun. It's just going to add to the fun, whereas overeating, it's going to, like, you're just going to be filled with regret. At least with alcohol, you don't experience <laughs> it till the next day. Are you kidding me? Alcohol fills you with pretty much nothing but regret. Not, but not until the next day. You don't want to ruin the fourth. You no, wanna... but not just because of what you drank. It's also what you did while you drank. Yep. Oh, like, now I've got herpes for the rest of my life. Or that, or like, I have to call so many people to apologize. Like, I have to call so many people. That's the least 4th of July thing I've ever heard. I have to call so many people to tell them they need to test for herpes. The only thing that, like, you would need to apologize for for overeating is if you, like, threw up on people. And I'm pretty sure they would understand. Well, you're entitled to your opinion, Kevin. Uh, How will you vote, though? Um... I did not hear a lot of the debate because I was looking up the quotes of Sidney Green Street in the Maltese Falcon. <laughs> but I couldn't God. remember what he. By God, sir. By <laughs> God, sir, you are a character. That is what it is. Um, but um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say overeat because um, you can grill. Oh, shoot. Wait. No. I'm going to say overdrink because if you grill me up, a Milwaukee's best. That will be wonderful. You know, just put it on the grill. Just let it just let it char up a little bit and then let me drink it down. That'd be fantastic. Oh, that reminds me, if you are going to overeat on Fourth of July, why don't you have the most patriotic bird? Um The a, bald eagle. A <laughs> uh turkey uh stuffed with a bald eagle. <laughs> stuffed, stuffed with, with a dove. <laughs> it's the the tur- Turbald oven. It's it's an oven that you put a a Danish guy named Torbald in. No, you take you take the the guy from what was that doll's house that? Yeah, Torvald. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you just stick him in an oven. There Uh, he is. All right, Jordan, you got to break this tie. Well, let me tell you, Milwaukee's best isn't even a beer; it's the cheese, man. I want that cheeseburger and those cheese stuffed oh. hot dogs and all that cheese stuffed beard. I want that beef ball. I want that beef ball. Give me Give that, that beef, beef ball. No! no. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't get that out of my head today. I want oh. that beef ball. I want that beef ball. Beef ball. No! I want that beef ball. No! <laughs> all right. Uh, so <laughs> next time you have to choose between overeating or over drinking at a party scott rub specifically this fourth of july go ahead with the overeating you're going to be glad you did speaking of overeating our final question comes to us via twitter from esther hoyt who wants to know patriotic desserts blueberry pie versus red white and blue jello salad go sorry i was watching that clip <laughs> that jello salad clip Wait, so it's, what is it? Blueberry pie versus jealous. Are you crying? <laughs> I'm getting close. I'm getting real close. <laughs> no. Did, did we already put that video up on the, on the Facebook? No, but I, I, you can I, do I don't it know, right but now. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> now, guys, you see, which one of these two <laughs> is going to have the full support of Bill Cosby? <laughs> It's gonna be the Jello's Hour. 
<laughs> um, sorry, wait, just for the benefit of me, it's Jello salad versus what? Um, red, white, and blue, blue Jello salad versus uh, versus a blueberry pie. Okay, it's true. Bill Cosby is going to support the Jello salad, and but I think you know what that quintessential American image. The pie cooling on the windowsill. You don't cool jello on a windowsill. Well, you cool not that pie. attitude. Well, you don't need to cool jello on a. Well, you need to cool jello, but it needs to be in the fridge so it firms up. You can't cool it on the windowsill, it'll just get all mushy. Um, but, point for blue, red, white, and blue jello, it's got the flag, it's got old glory right in there. The blueberry pie just has one, just one color. And I guess tan is sort of, I mean, it's close to white, sort of. Kevin, I'd like to, um, I'd like to agree with you, but you're dead wrong. Uh, oh, it's a good point. It is, it is very add, easy to add some red and white in there. Uh, first, uh, everyone's favorite pie topping. Uh, Strawberry. Whipped cream. Whipped cream. Uh, oh, sorry. Then everyone's second favorite pie topping: the blood ketchup. of your enemies. <laughs> the, yes, the blood of people. Conan, who hate what is freedom. what is greatest in life? <laughs> to, to, to cover your pies with the blood of your enemies. <laughs> the to cover your pies with the women in a in a sensuous layer of fat-free whipped cream, and then also another layer of the blood of your enemies. Uh, <laughs> And then you heat it slightly in the microwave. Um, what exactly is in a Jello salad? Are we talking like bits of greens, or are these kind of bits of fruit? Or Did you say or bits of it... greens? Yeah. Who puts, who puts vegetables in a Jello? It's a salad. No. Or are these? Is this the one where it's like, whoa, there, there are pretzels in this? See, no, I'm not sure I'm if not, I should I'm be excited sure. or disgusted by this. I'm not sure what she's asking. What I interpreted was that she took a jello mold and then put the raspberry jello and then the white jello and then the blue jello. The white berry jello. Yeah, the the white berry and the blueberry jello all all stacked up on each other and then you flip it over and the the jello mold is in the shape of the contiguous United States and <laughs> That sounds very involved. I don't know. I've I've had it multiple multiple patriotic holidays. Well, here's the problem though. Minus for for Jello. If you tell somebody, "Hey, get me some a patriotic Jello mold," you could end up with your with some poisonous black mold all over your your Jello because they might misunderstand. Because I don't know about you guys, but I got some mold up in my kitchen ceiling that I could scrape down. I've got some mold on the ceiling of this room that uh, my mom probably doesn't like that I'm talking about on the air because we're trying to get that (laughs) fixed. Um, I'm moving out of this apartment uh, this weekend. There's probably mold in Tyler's apartment. It's a really old building. Uh, My current apartment, definitely. My new one, hopefully not. I'm here until I die. Uh, that's true. That's that's they. That was the least that was on the lease. Yeah, just New York rent is hard. From, from 2011 until death, you're actually in indentured servitude for the rest of your life. Yeah, I have to, to wear dentures. Um, that's actually why we had to carry that wardrobe. That's uh, it's part of the lease. Um, 
Um, How about this, guys? If you turn that jello mold on its side, then jello, you got a base. <laughs> oh, classic reference. Uh, nice one, Jack. Jack Black, the most patriotic of Americans. Um, um, advantage blueberry pie. You can stick that in a blender, add some ice cream, you have a delicious blueberry pie milkshake. Whereas if you mix jello with ice cream, it just kind of like, I don't know, it gets. It's weird and mushy. What kind of watered down? Um, okay, but okay. Plus okay, for but. blueberry pie. Okay, but okay, but okay, but. Uh, <laughs> good point. Um, Jello shots are great, but Ooh. blueberry pie shots are fantastic. Are those a thing? Have you had them? Can we make them? All you do is you just you take some blueberry pie, you crumble it up into a shot glass. And you just pour vodka all over it. Or Are you sure you don't fill a pie tin with vodka? And just conversely, <laughs> you can just buy blueberry vodka and whipped cream vodka and mix the two together. Ooh, well, then you also good. have to get pie crust vodka. Graham cracker so, vodka. Yeah. Vodka. Um, uh, well, plus for Jello, if it's if it's tall enough, you can like. A you tall know, glass of Jello. You can scare your nephew and, like, you know, put your face into it, and he sees your face all jelloed up, and he's like, "Oh no, you're a Jello monster!" And you're like, "That's right. Now give me all your money." <laughs> Those darn kids. That's right. Hey, by the way, Fourth of July is the perfect opportunity to take take advantage of some dumb kids and steal their money because they're not using it for anything. That's very true. No, you got to say is like, "Hey." um... I'll give if you give me seventy five cents, uh, you can have my extra helping of Jello. Oh, whoops! There isn't any Jello at this party. You don't get anything. Very, very Tom Sawyer of you. That's right. Oh, do you want to paint this fence? You better pay me five dollars because it's the best fence ever, and you're gonna have so much fun. How dumb did people in the 1800s have to be to fall for that? Hey, but well, they, their only other form of entertainment was hoops and sticks. <laughs> their only other form of entertainment was painting now, walls. Now, to be so fair... Like, well, these are shorter than walls. To be fair, Tom Sawyer was a modern-day warrior with mean, mean pride. <laughs> to be fair, so was Tom Waits. Um, is, sorry. May he live in peace. Um, <laughs> what? Hey, rest in peace, Division, man. It's coming out. All right. We need to take a vote on this. Uh, Kevin, what are you going with? You know what? I just... I... I keep asking myself, um, who am I? Why am I here? Who am um, I? This and then I think, who, what would what would vice presidential candidate Joe. Stockdale eat? <laughs> and he would definitely eat pie because it's a good old American food. And Jello is Jello is a is a product of the plastic eighties, the plastic Ono band. Um, and the plastic jello band, <laughs> the plastic jello band. And, um, you know what? I just think that there's a lot more American history and patriotism to pie than there is to jello. Uh, I am also going to go ahead and say pie because let's be honest, nobody actually likes jello. Um, and also I just want to be able to refer to this as a pie cast. Uh, <laughs> 
in the uh, in the intent of having a ninjas versus pie cast episode where we purely argue different kinds of pies in a March Madness esque bracket. Well, we still got to do um, throat punch. Oh yeah, and kunai in the forehead too. That's right, kunai in the forehead. Oh yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Jordan, why did, why did I think throat punch was a thing? Well, we can have that. That's too. the that's name our of our metal band. podcast. <laughs> Plastic throat punch. Now you see, I'm gonna vote for Jello, <laughs> so I can pull out. Just getting my, another, just, getting just another. so I can do this voice. Now you see, they're turning into Nigel Thornberry there at the end. <laughs> I'll do this with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can somebody find that YouTube again? I want to watch it. Please, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to hear Tim Curry doing a Bill Cosby impression. <laughs> oh, but no, seriously, I don't like blueberry as a flavor, so I don't. Oh, wow. That's a no-sell for me right there. Well, what do you think the blue and the pudding, or not pudding, <laughs> red, white, and blue pudding. Uh, what do you think the blue, blue flavor is going to be in the jello? Cotton candy. Uh, that's, that's a good point. All right, so thank you so much for your question, Esther, and next time... You have to choose between making some blueberry pie or some red, white, and blue pudding. Uh, I want me some pie, you duke. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and make that pie. It's America's favorite. And thank you for joining us on America's Favorite Podcast, Ninjas vs. Podcast. Is Uh, it? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Uh, Today, anyway. You can find us on iTunes if you search Ninjas vs. Podcast. And, um, you know, my birthday is tomorrow, so what, what better gift than a nice uh, rate, review, or subscription to our show on the iTunes? Uh, or if you want to celebrate America's birthday, you can do the same. You can also find us on Facebook. I just posted that beef ball video. Um, enjoy that. Uh, and other, and other nuggets no! uh, that we post. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at Ninjas vs. Podcast. You can email Ninjas vs. Podcast. Uh, that's vsnoperiod at gmail.com. Uh, and use that MVP hashtag. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? Um, Yeah, we do. I'm just double checking to make sure that uh, we didn't get any actual tweet of the weeks. But apparently the big news on the uh, MVP hashtag is that our our pom-pom team are champions. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Kevin and I uh, rendezvoused in New York last weekend to work on that pom-pom routine. That's right. Really Um, impressive. We went to the um, Hey Arnold-esque football game happening in the middle of the street uh, at night. And we we just kind of gave them some emotional support. Yeah, and we said, hey, listen, the guy upstairs who's Vietnamese, he can't find his daughter. Let's go find her. But yeah. It's the best. It'll be the best Christmas ever. Becoming a country singer. The specific (laughs) tweet of the week will go to Lily Widner, who says, these freshmen need to shut up about Palm. It's a Novi sport, and you go to Novi to support your school. Hashtag MVP. Wow. That's bold. That's brash. That's Fox. Um, and just a reminder that we are almost a month away from our live show at the Arcade Comedy Theater in Pittsburgh. It's going to be on August 15th at 8 o'clock. 
Uh, we'll have more information about that soon. Uh, we're going to be plugging it maybe at the start of episodes for a while. We'll see. We'll see what we go with. But we really want you to come. It's going to be a blast. I was down there for the live podcast of the Writing on the Floor show, uh, which you should check out. And it was a really fun time. And it's a really cool space. And I really think you're going to like it if you come. And uh, as far as while we're talking about podcasts, um, why don't you check out our friends on the Eric Tribune Network, uh, Enter the Critic. They are fantastic. They're putting out movie podcasts, uh, seeing a lot of movies because it's, you know, fun time, summertime movie madness here in the great old U.S. of A. Uh, So check those out there. And then, um, you know, maybe maybe find find a podcast that you like and tell them to listen to ours. I don't know. (laughs) Cross-pollinate us some. No, don't. Don't listen to anyone but our podcast. Yeah, that's that's what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> and now our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus and our America theme, ninjas versus immigration laws. Go. Uh, ninjas, because that wall is not going to keep them out. They can just climb <laughs> right over it. How great is that wall? Also, is that the wrong culture? <laughs> that is the wrong culture. Yeah, the wall then, was the wall was well built to no, keep uh, Mongols out, not ninjas. But if ninjas were going to be sneaking somewhere, like why would they sneak into their own nation? You got to sneak into someone else. So it all makes not, sense. It's not the right it's nation. The Great Wall of China. Um, Mulan was although, a ninja, right? Well, the Great Wall of Japan was was an ill-fated enterprise. It was not. It was like the sequel. It wasn't very good. Like, that was to keep the whales out, right? They did have Ryan Reynolds though on the top of the wall, so that was something. Um, I'm gonna they say did. ninjas. They did have Michael Jackson off the wall. <laughs> I'll say he's he's off the planet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, flight of the Concords. Um, I am going to say uh, ninjas because there are so many loopholes in that immigration law, and ninjas are brutal with loopholes. And I am also going to say ninjas because um, first they're going to cut in line uh, with their with their uh, their sharp ninja objects, and second, if there's one thing that Border Patrol cannot uh cannot get a grasp on it's smoke bombs like as soon as as soon as you throw one of those bad boys down it's just it's just mass confusion uh and as as kevin lights up his miniature pen lightsaber that is the sign that we are done for today so thank you so much for joining us as ever i'm tyler i'm jordan and i'm kevin and until next time why does he say beef ball? <laughs> you have to he watch says, the whole cartoon. She says meatball and he says beef ball. It doesn't make any sense. Gonna have a summer well, he's party. he's just being a bit more specific. Uh-huh. Where we dance out he's in a the connoisseur. sun. He's a connoisseur. He knows. He knows what's good. Have Gonna you listened to the, um, I think there are some good remixes of it. Let me we'll see if I can, when if I can bring done. one up. Remix Tired from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground 
Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss Kevin, you're going to have to adjust your levels. I can hear the sweat coming off of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to make it real. I mean, I I applaud you, though, for collecting it all in that vial you have there. That's... Oh, my, my sweat vial. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, I didn't have my, um, I didn't, I didn't have my chaw uh, soda can to spit into, so I needed this.